Geek Shock. About all I got left is a sense of humor to wash tub. Well, at least there ain't no hole in the wash tub. Head full of good thoughts, belly full of grub. Money in your pocket when there ain't no hole in the wash tub. Sweetest honeysuckle on the vine, Ma. There's a Darth Vader pumpkin hovering over my shoulder. <laughs> it's painted it's black like my soul. Jeff is so happy to you be got some home. black light on you. Backlight. It's very nice. Your backlight. It's a fine, fine addition to your Halloween decor. That's here. why I created this mood lighting so that yes. we'd ha- be in the mood because it's getting close to Halloween. Mm. Yes. So it's my r- balls are tingling with right. scared It's a excitement. frightful geek shock. Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number 259. I am Master Torgo. All the way up your butt. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Back check, Andy. <laughs> Floppy Matt, all the way up your butt, huh? <laughs> all the way up your butt. Not, that, not just that, part of the way, but all of the way. Or if that was just an addendum to mine. So I think it's back to CeeLo again. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, we are talking Weekend Geek. Uh, what do you have to bring, gentlemen? What'd you do geeky this week? Well, I was sick this weekend, so I watched a lot of Arrow and uh, Comic Book Man. So you just you just sank into the couch and yeah. stayed there. And I played a little bit of uh, Alien Isolation. Aha! Uh, it's fun, but I like can't figure out some of the hiding parts. I'm still figuring it out. Like I didn't know until Torgo pointed it out to me that like if you crouch down and there's like a desk in front of you. If you push forward, it'll crouch you down a little further and you can crawl under it. There's uh, quite a few hiding spots you can engage in. Yeah, I found some of the more obvious ones, like the air vents and stuff. Yeah. But uh, So is this game too? basically video uh, game lockers, hide and yeah. seek? It kind of is, is, really. <laughs> I, I believe it was developed by the same people that did Amnesia. Uh, that was a horror game that was released only to PC. Uh, first person, and you were powerless in that game. You... There were no weapons. If there was a creature nearby, you had to hide, or that was it. And in this one, you do have weapons, but they're ineffectual <laughs> they on anything. But they have weapons like to make you humans. feel better about yourself. Yeah. You take out <laughs> like, those uh, droids after a while, but they're not, or the, what do you call them? I, I had synthetics. the revolver, and I unloaded. Synthetics? Yeah, the, the working Joes, the, the little android. I unloaded little. a good nine rounds into one. And yeah, I heard it takes a lot. They nothing. take a licking and keep on ticking. What you need to do is you need to um, shock them with the. Um, I played a little bit of it. So what do you got? There's an EMP, right? Yes, yeah, the EMP. Maybe thing. you haven't yeah. found and that yet. I have the blueprints. I haven't built one yet. I don't. I guess I don't have all the components. So, so you take your help. wrench thing and you just beat the hell out of them. So oh, okay. You start out That's with like a riding crop and harsh words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you literally That's, start off with nothing. That's actually the most effective. Along the, way. the riding crop and harsh word is the most effective with the alien. Like, come over here. I'm going to make you my daddy. Well, that, it is so psychosexual that it, it makes sense. And it's like, oh, and it comes over and it's like, la, 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 la. And show me your little mouth. <laughs> that, la, explains, la, la, la. Huh? that explains the probing. Yep. Oh, that little Ooh, mouth. Show me, show me your tiny little mouth. Oh, yeah. Stick that little mouth over here. Oh. That may be the creepiest thing you've said in a long time, and a long list of creepy things you've said. <laughs> the family guy, I'm going to get you with my little mouth. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get you with my little mouth now. Oh, boy. Well, I started getting into the Halloween spirit. We have the Freakling Brothers haunted houses here in Las Vegas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Attended them last evening. I used to work for them like a decade ago. Right. Um, those houses haven't changed much, but they're still good. They They... They restructure them. They give them a new paint job. The gimmicks are still the same, but quality haunted houses, those. How much for all three? 
For all three, it's 30 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad, but... That's an evening's entertainment. Be aware, uh, and I didn't go in this one, uh, one of the three is one of those touchy haunted houses where it's rated R... And they they are they are allowed to touch you or and they, reach and around they, yeah pretty much and they curse you out throughout the whole thing <laughs> so it's called the gates of hell uh, I, I read a little controversy this year they're catching a little flack about gates of hell are they well, I mean I guess it's always probably they probably do it just to get the media perhaps uh, I do know that the two houses that we went to was a, a circus based one and then castle vampire uh, that. Those were much more populated than Gates of Hell. There's very few people going to Gates of Hell. Yeah. And every Nobody now and then, that. the guy that was in front of Gates of Hell would just go, all the people out there are a bunch of pussies, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a Carnival Barker's pitch right there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the whole thing had an air of abuse to it. You, you want to get a hand job? Come in this haunted house. <laughs> I mean, sure, Gates of Hell, but... But even the other two, there was a lot of uh, just odd, abusive epithets being thrown out at people. <laughs> you remember uh, there was the deja vu? Yes, I was sexy just gonna, haunted house. I was just going to talk wow, about. Wow, I didn't know about that one. Wow. Except that when I went in, I'll tell you the background. The one he's talking about it's one of the the local strip clubs uh, was doing a uh, a haunted house, and they were using some of the strippers in there, and so they were in various you know <laughs> stages of disrobing <laughs> all right but usually like they're covered in like fake blood or you know like some <laughs> kind right. of a torture device or whatever well there was not much of a line the day that i went there so i walked up and i'm like are you guys still going he's like oh yeah we got like a whole another hour left i'm like oh, okay cool so i bought my ticket <laughs> i go in yeah walk through there's the stuff on the walls moving and so forth <laughs> go all the way through to the end oh general not one girl was in there <laughs> what apparently they had all gone on break or something simultaneously they be allowed to let you in through there that's, didn't that's tell what you paid for man they didn't tell any of the others oh, that they were going on break so i walked through the thing it's like if you ever walk through a haunted house with no actors that's what it was like it was like going around the corner strobe lights blah 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 were the nothing, sets even nothing. worth it at that no point? no of course not no i mean that's if you not don't, what if you, you don't have that, that house for if you don't have that interactive you okay over there element it's just not worth it did you get and so but I, you were alone did you get a chance to rub one out <laughs> i got about what a just skeleton for, yeah for your for <laughs> Hell yeah! Ooh. So, so just, I, I just, got ooh, you must be French. You're that, real thin. That Come must, over here. That's even more uh, than naked. What's it? It's that's even, even more, more than, than naked. naked. <laughs> oh, oh so, she's more than naked. Oh, oh. So I got out of the oh, thing. She's I go. super naked. Super naked. Oh, <laughs> goosh. Goosh. You got that bone there. Oh yeah. yeah. Escalito surprizo. <laughs> so I get out of the thing. I go back to the ticket guy, and I'm like. Um, I nut it all over your skeleton. <laughs> I'll be on <laughs> Clean up in the strobe room. Yeah. Yeah, your strobe room is sticky, sticky, icky. But your black light is working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, 
If your jizz is glowing hard, I bet there's something going on. I don't know. Has, now, this is an honest question. Has anyone seen Ejaculate Exposed to Black Light? No, but I nope. know that that's you the reason. You know what? You, don't what want, you, you do not want to go over the... Uh, oh, you're a, right. You don't have a black light in the be- on a bedspread you're hotel. You're right. They, that is a... You can detect it, so it must... The only the, issue that I've had... Fluoresce, when I, as it were. When I've had the fluorescent light in the goggles is you can't... You can't tell the difference between bodily fluids, so and, it can be anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, if there was blood on there that was cleaned up, yeah. that that fluoresces yeah. at the same. Well, I find I get what a lot of, of bl- I get a lot of blood in my ejaculate. I'm just saying on the. There's a lot of blood in my ejaculate lately. That sounds really oh, wrong. Oh lord, I don't know why I'm bothered. <laughs> So you went back up to the I guy. Went you went back up to the ticket guy. I, I, I told him, I'm like, hey, buddy. Hey, um, want my money back. I just went hey, through. Hey, motherfucker. And there, there's nobody in there. And he goes, there's nobody Where's in the there. Where's the booty? I paid. I'm like, literally. Five bucks. None of the actors are in there. So he gets on his radio, and he's like, oh, sorry about that. They're on break. And I'm like. Candy, I'm like, Misty. Well, candy candy. Get I back in there. Get That's a Jeff. I'm like, do I get a refund? Oh, no, sorry, man. No refunds. And he points to the no refund sign. And I'm like... (laughs) Can I go through again when there's boobs? That's not a refund. I did ask to go through again since I didn't get it. But they said, oh, they're all still on break. You can go through again if you want. And I'm just like... At this point, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. You and know I what? Left. Yep. I'm, a, I'm, and I never I'm going went back. back for some more. That's hot. I don't think that's Kellen Katakin. No, it's super skeleton. It's super naked skeleton. Here it comes. That's some real Nil Hamburger shit right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's my life. So now I want to come, come up with haunted house stripper names. Haunted house <laughs> stripper names. All right. All right. I don't have any. How about, how about slaughter boobs? <laughs> slaughter boobs? <laughs> slaughter boobs. We got slaughter boobs. Drag uh, Cuntlaw. The who? Drag Cuntlaw. There you go. Medea. Drag I was reaching. Medea. 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 Scary Spice. Simon. Medea is a character in Greek tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What was this? Scary Lice? Scary Spice. Scary Spice. Scary Spice. Uh, <laughs> what is another good one? Chlamydia. Chlamydia. It's pretty scary. Chlamydia. Pretty stage scary. one. Stage one. Chlamydia. Stage one. Stage one. Uh, ghost pube. Oh. Ghost pube. Ghost pube. Yeah. Is it like a single, Next single up. white streak in the like, yeah. close? Stage one. On one, close. Stage one. One white pube. One one ten inch long white pube, floating like a wavy inflatable arm man. Is that the yeah. full name? Huh? <laughs> ghost pube. How do you fit that in a business card? How do you fit it on a... You don't. You just drop them trowel and you go, look at that. Look at this thing. Twisting like an octopus. You tickle their fucking nose <laughs> from across the building. Here you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Octopussy. Uh, how about the ding-a-ling that kills you? For the guys, uh, are, you even, tr- are you even trying? <laughs> the dingling that kills you—that'd be horrific. Penis cunt fuck blood. No, thing. now that's not good. A scary name. All right, well, let's go with scary names. Medusa and then turn to it the into, stage. Turn it Medusa. into a stripper name. So you got Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Betty Krueger. <laughs> Betty, Betty Krueger, and she has a cake. <laughs> 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 
I'm Betty like Kruger. I, I cook people. <laughs> See, this is going to, if, if you do the, like, the, the twists of the names, you're getting dangerously close to the garbage pail kids' names. Right. Like, like Betty Crocker. Yep. And, you know. Well, Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's the one. So That's it. No, no, no need to do any That's a good one. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. How about Leatherface? Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just leave that one alone. <laughs> leave that one, yeah. <laughs> and here she is. I actually... Still strutting at 73. <laughs> Leatherface. She's the 3 o'clock in the afternoon yep. show. Hey, yeah. boys. I, I saw her, so I played against Sam a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Play it against Sam. Folks, you looking for a bad time? <laughs> I got a fucking recipe for you here in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, you know that used to be a restaurant, right? It still is a restaurant. Oh, no, ostensibly, run out. Oh, they th- they took the restaurant out. Really? Probably, oh. probably for the best. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but I, I know, I knew a couple women that went there for a business meeting the week after it switched over without knowing. And they're like, "Oh shit, it's no longer a restaurant at all." Yeah. No, no. When it, it used to be strictly a restaurant before it became a strip club. Oh, I see. That's um, funny. Excuse me. There's something wrong with this shrimp cocktail. <laughs> oh, that's pubic lice. Oh. <laughs> These women have giant oh. pubic lice oh. that look like a shrimp. Oh. They, they call this girl over here King Prawn. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, it's, it's cost effective and you can produce your own food. Uh-huh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coming up to the stage, it's, really it's time episode. for Enchantment Under the Sea with King Prawn. <laughs> Look at that. Look at him dance. Don't get too close. Before we make our listeners vomit, any other yeah, geeky no things shit. you want to... You're the one trying to make horror strippers. I think I did yeah, it. Actually, that was me. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Way to go. Backchat. All right. Dracula. 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 Uh, I don't know. Got me on that Frankenstein. Right or Frankenstein? Yeah. Mary Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> How about Mary Smelly's Frankenstein? Now you're, back, now you're back to your garbage pills. She's all whoosh, whoosh, whosh. Or you could smell just hyphenate it, it. it. Mary Shelley Frankenstein. <laughs> and she's in a shell. Sure, if you want. <laughs> just giving up. She's She's got a Christmas tree. She's in a seashell. And she's Frankenstein. Mary Shelley Frankenstein. So like minutes on the half show? <laughs> No, no, Christmas tree. She's yes, in a seashell, yeah. and she's Frankenstein, Mary Shelley Frankenstein. Oh, Jesus. That'd be a new holiday. It'd be like Festivus. <laughs> I just hear chasing Mary Shelley Frankenstein. Any other geeky things you do this week? I really didn't do much geeky. I played some more uh, Grand Theft Auto with the kids, and uh, I, I did go to see the uh, the world record get broken, and uh, that happened. That was cool. Uh, remind me which world record this is. It was the uh, longest. The gig. longest pube. The ghost pube. <laughs> They sat around watching it grow. People were like, oh, shit, is it going to happen? And sure enough, it did. 18 days later. It was awesome. It was the longest gig. It was uh, 15 and a half days. 15 and a half days of? Of bands playing continuously on the same stage. They could uh, take five minutes between bands, and they could take 24 seconds between songs. But other than that, it was just playing straight day and night for 15 and a half days. Wow. And how yeah. many bands were involved, you say? I just a guess. I would guess it was probably it was twenty bands. bands, but maybe thirty or forty people all together. Kept switching out, and by the end, they were so comfortable with each other. There was just like they were like, <laughs> "You, you were go naked. on, you go on with him, yeah, okay?" And like naked, two yeah. people who had never played before playing, you know, whatever. It's cool. How long did it go? How many days? Fifteen and a half. 
Wow. That's impressive. That's great. Well, I like what you're just talking about there with everybody getting to know each other and hanging out. That's yeah, that was, that was very cool. That's really the, one, cool. The, the last band that played, I actually saw the last band play at... I saw him go on and I left because I'm like, I don't know how much I'm going to go on. It turned out they went on like a half hour after I left. But like, uh, they were, they were a woman playing a uh, fiddle, a guy playing guitar. And then a woman who was singing like, um, uh, Janis Joplin, but she was singing songs that Janis Joplin couldn't have sung because they came after her. So that was kind of cool. It's like, Janis, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So like a sound alike. Had the, the I don't know if it was intentional, style. but she definitely had a very similar vocal style. Okay. Yeah. That's what I do. Fuck all. That's what I did. Yeah? Like, kind of like Michael MacDonald mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, Guilty Pleasures. Sure. I got to see those I, guys again. Those are fun. Those guys... Uh, I don't know they, if they're they, still performing. They, the original group has, has broken up. Oh, I oh didn't really? Know that. However, they have reformed. Uh, they are now called Michael MacDonald's Pleasure Cruise. And their inaugural sailing is at the Foundation Room at Mandalay Bay this Thursday, the 23rd. Look at that. So, so if you want to catch guilty pleasures in their new incarnation, there you go. The best in Yacht Rock. Different different members? or uh, All the same members except one guy. Okay. That asshole. <laughs> Pretty that much. One asshole, yeah. I read the Star Wars comic book adaptation of... George Lucas's first draft pass. How is that? Confusing as fuck. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well, that's the one I asked you about last week at yeah. Zia. I hadn't read it all the way through. Oh. It's confusing as fuck. You read it yet? No, I, I, did, I didn't end up buying it because you didn't, oh, give you it didn't a, buy it. You didn't give it a ringing endorsement. Well, I could. So I just kind of. Uh, that's why I don't, I don't give stuff I don't know about a ringing endorsement. <laughs> you, just, you just said, it's all right. I said, it's all right. It looked okay. And you said it was confusing. He's like, it's confusing, but it's all right. And I'm like, okay. Well. Let me tell you, after I haven't read it, confusing as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Makes little or no sense. Uh, what 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 stuck with you the most? It just I don't know. Really, none of that you just don't even get, sunk I in. Was like what? Well, okay. The one thing is like, uh, um, Luke Skywalker is an old Jedi. Okay. Wait. It is confusing. Luke Star Killer, Killer yeah. is an old okay. Jedi. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Starkiller. There's Anakin you know? Starkiller and his dad. And I can't remember his fucking dad's name, I guess. This is like the narration Luke to the Luke Skywalker animated. is a Jedi. And they're friends. And there's a couple Jedi left. It, it makes no fucking sense. Like, it makes no fucking sense. This is like drunk history. Probably remember it comics. Is. It makes no sense. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. I'm, kind, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in it. Uh, Princess Leia gets punched in the face. Uh... <laughs> Jesus. It's one of those kind of things. And then it's, and you want to, you know, we thought there was a ham fisted love story in episode one Uh-oh. or two. Holy shit. Holy shit. The love story in this comic book is three panels long. Three panels, basically. Wow. He hits her in the face. <laughs> she finds out. She goes, she goes, oh, I think I love him. And he's like, oh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! So George was still in the elementary school. Hitting the girls means you like him. Thing basically, I, he never evolved. He never evolved. That's for fucking sure. It's fucked up. But how I, many issues is this? It, be? it was like five issue miniseries. And now this is I and now a collected. Trade. Okay. Yeah, I bought the trade. 
I'm going to borrow that from you when you're done with it. I'm going to give it to you because <laughs> I am done He's with it. going to give it to you so it's hard. It's such a cabinet I'm of curiosity for me. It, well, that's why I, I mean, sure. you know, I had, to, I had to know. Right. I had to know. And now you do. Wow. <laughs> I just love the fact that when I asked him about it last week, he didn't go, I don't know. I haven't read the whole thing. He just goes, it's confusing, but it's all right. <laughs> that was his That was his response when I asked him Well, up him to that point, it. maybe it was all right. It was. You kind of hoped it was going to no turn around. But at no point did he yeah. interject that he had not read the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's important information to leave out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Yay. I do. <laughs> oh, let's see. Who's giving? Oh, no. That's red light, green light. Never who's mind. giving? Oh, who's who, giving all right, gentlemen. Let's... Who's catching? Who's pitching? Let's get this out of the way now. Rock, paper, scissors. All right. It's the skeleton. <laughs> that dirty Very skeleton. Strange. Dirty with, skeleton with in the, the DNA room. With the DNA evidence. <laughs> Cabin Fever is being remade. Uh, we, I think we mentioned this a couple months ago. Uh, just 12 years after Eli Roth's original horror film was first released. And according to Deadline, the folks behind the new version aren't even really trying to do anything to differentiate it from the original since they're using the exact same script by Roth and Randy Perlstein as the blueprint for the update. Uh, Cabin Fever put Roth on the map in 2002, established him as a horror filmmaker to watch. The movie followed a group of college students who rent an isolated cabin in the woods and fall prey one by one to a flesh-eating virus. It was a derivative mix of horror and black comedy, uh, but proudly so. And Roth wore his influences and unabashed love of horror on his sleeve like Medals of Honor. The movie became a cult hit and spawned two pretty dreadful sequels, uh, Cabin Fever 2 Spring Fever and Cabin Fever 3 Patient Zero. Roth is not directing the remake. That duty falls to someone named Travis Zerwani, but he is apparently on board as an executive producer. So we've gotten to the point where remakes are using the same script. Well, they did that with Psycho. They d- yeah, but that was more of a a a an exercise. That was a good thirty or forty years, right? Yeah, it, it yeah it marked an anniversary of it, if I remember right. I don't I don't recall. I just remember not really liking it that much. Sure, yeah, and, sh- and that was kind of the general consensus that. It's kind of a given at this point that remakes are supposed to bring something new to the table, a either an updating or a reimagining, uh, but to come at it with the same script. There are so many remakes out there that I never saw and have no. I mean, I mean, some of my favorite movies are remade and have no. You know, Taking of Pelham One Two Three. I have no idea how that movie was. Taking of Pelham One Two Three. Yeah, that was that was. It was the, all right. Yeah, it was all right, but I yeah. never saw the original. Yeah. So. I've I mean, seen the uh, original, but I didn't see the remake with, was it Travolta and... Uh, um, what's and his name there? Um, let's face it, gentlemen, that's Ethan Hawke. who these movies are for. Not us, but Denzel, for people right. who have not seen ah, yeah, the original. Sure. And in most cases, this one, yeah, who knows? But, but the 12 thing, years, The thing sure. with Psycho that I didn't get was like, okay, you're going to put Vince Vaughn and Anne Heche in a movie that's a shot-for-shot remake of a cinema classic. Yes. It's like... If an anniversary is coming up, why do a remake? Rescreen the original. 
Now, uh, introduce it to audiences that had never seen it. Again, I think it was just, it was what, Gus Van Sant was the yes. director? Yes, uh, He's a very avant-garde fellow when it comes down to most sure. of his things. I think to him it was an exercise, an homage. Did it work? Not really. Not for the viewer, but for him, I bet it was exhilarating. Do you have the 2001 uh, news in there? No, okay. Um, they re-released 2001 in England, so it may be released out here. Uh, yeah, okay, I just yeah. I just caught a, a glimpse of an article today talking about 2001: A Space Odyssey yes, yes, film. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they, they there are plans, I guess, quote in the works to to screen it around the U.S. But they're, I would, just, they're not finalized. I would love I to see that in the big screen again. I would make a point to go see that. On yeah. The screen. You know, I've never seen it, so I would certainly make a point. You've never How, seen what? it? What? The seen shit that? is wrong with you? Wow. Like, the surprises. Like, anybody. seriously, that's one of my five top <laughs> films of all time. Really? I, ha- yeah. I have it on it's Blu-ray, dude. You just, you just moved it further down his list. <laughs> Everyone's talking at once. Right. I, I have it on Blu-ray. It's a oh, really you good... you have plenty of things on Blu-ray that I've never seen. <laughs> but, I mean, this These is... These nuts! <laughs> Nuts on Blu-ray. This is like one of the top 25 films of all time. I agree, and it's... I just haven't gotten around to it. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw myself under the bus. I haven't seen Apocalypse Now yet, so. You fucking Philistines. <laughs> I don't even. I own like sometimes, three versions of that film. Yeah, sometimes you just miss something and you yeah, just get I around guess. watching it. I guess you didn't so. miss much. I'm just going to go out there and say it. You didn't miss what? much. I, I just hear it's a slow, plotting well, movie. Well, I guess you guys. It, it is, <laughs> but. Are you fans of Heart of Dice, the, the Joseph Conrad novel? I think that makes a big difference. Oh, I'm sorry. We're back on Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen that we plenty go, of times. We weren't gone from, from oh, I, I thought we still 2001. Apocalypse Now is shit. It's not. <laughs> 2001, it's a very slow. Hell, I saw that one. In the, I was in the third grade, right. Apocalypse Now. It's a very slow but very methodical build, and, and, and he is such a visual director that it. Uh, oh, watch out. Oh boy, he's he's what? such a visually oriented oh, director. Oh, he's going to molest my skeleton in that... some horrible way. <laughs> oh no! I have a full size skeleton in my room, and a, a gift from Jeff. And it's a beautiful piece. It it's a good looking skeleton, very articulated, and now about to sit on Paul's lap, straddling his leg. It's, actually, it's straddling a leg. It's it, are, it, its are you hand is not on his crotch. No touching. No touching. The, the yeah. Full nude. Skeleton lap dance. His, his yep. tongue going that's over various parts. That's what's happening right now. Um, I think it's giving him a bony. Ultra nude. Oh, that's right. Ultra it's nude. So super naked. It's super naked. <laughs> it's no one can hear it's you, super Paul. Super naked. No one. It's. Give me my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was just getting. He wants to take a picture. Here, take a picture of Paul and All his right, bony. We can do that later. <laughs> <laughs> There's a show going this on is, right no, now. Sorry, an, an audio is, show. Uh, keep talking. Or a tell. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. Oh, you have a beautiful na- O face. Super naked. Oh, Jesus. That's Jesus. That yeah. is disturbing. That is. That's kind of horrible. <laughs> I got him right through the spine. <laughs> oh. Time, All right, your photograph. Time to All get right. the Clorox wipes out again. <laughs> no, well, let me, let me ask it. you this, Todd. Did you enjoy Full Metal that, Jacket? Oh, wait, no. Uh, full Metal Jacket? Full I Metal love, Jacket is kind of a slow, slow burner. Very Okay. No, I, I if, love if, slow films. If you like that same director, Stanley Kubrick, you're going to probably like 2001. It, it does. But, I mean, the visuals, considering when it was filmed, are unbelievable. 
don't know. He's over there breaking my skeleton now. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around holding an arm. <laughs> it, it has joints that click into position. Does it ever? <laughs> <laughs> and he thought he broke it. He's like, oh my God. It's become an expe- uh, professor, uh, uh, Inspector Clouseau bit now. <laughs> it really has. Put your triple back in your pussyhole. Here's a line you don't hear very often. <laughs> <laughs> News you don't give a shit about, nobody heard that. The MPAA has given Sam Raimi produced Poltergeist Remake, a PG-13 rating for intense, frightening sequences, brief suggestive material, and some language. The original film was rated PG. The remake was directed by Gil Keenan, who has directed films of such as the CG animated family horror film Monster House and City of Ember. Jared Harris stars in the film as a character named Kerrigan, described as a larger-than-life TV personality who left the world of academia behind. Nancy Kerrigan? Yes, Nancy Kerrigan left uh, behind (laughs) the wonderful world of of figure skating. Uh, (laughs) Become a star host of a basic cable TV show, Haunted House Cleaners. Uh, the movie also stars Sam Rocks, uh, Rockwell, Rosemary DeWitt, Sax, and uh, Charbino, and Jane Addams as a family whose suburban home is invaded by a poltergeist. The attacks of the terrifying spirit escalate, and the youngest daughter is taken by them. With the help of Kerrigan, the family have to come together to rescue her from the evil entities. The movie will be released in 3D and is set to open in theaters on July 24th, 2015. Is there going to be a creepy little old midget lady in this one, too? It's very terrible. Uh, who knows? Who it really knows be. at this point? Run, Caroline. <laughs> Much better. Nice. There's. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Of course, I'm going to see it because my curiosity remake. is so high on this one. Poltergeist is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. It still holds up pretty well. Yeah. I, mean, I just saw it. Uh, I don't know, about a week ago. It's they the had film it. that taught me as a youngster that things I thought was safe and inanimate could kill me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, for You're me. You're speaking that... specifically of the tree, I assume. The tree or the clown. Well, you yeah, take the clown. your pick. Or, or or even that sliding meat. Okay. You, you, yeah. you have so many options. For me, it was The Legend of Boggy Creek. Ah, that's something that people don't talk about yeah. much. Uh, I don't think I've seen a that. A fake one. documentary, if I remember yeah, right. It's a, yeah, it's a Bigfoot thing in Arkansas. But, I mean, there's a scene where a guy goes down to take a crap and a Bigfoot arm goes through the bathroom window. And <laughs> I, I have not been able to uh, be comfortable with the bathroom window since. <laughs> Bigfoot arm goes through the bathroom window. <laughs> <laughs> and Legend I, of Bo- there was and, a Legend of Boggy Creek 2, if I remember oh, right. Man. Well, when, when that movie came out, I was living in, in the woods, basically. Bog Creek with, with a window, much like that. <laughs> ah. So it, it made for an interesting childhood. Horror movies are scarier if you live in rural areas. The third Simple one was Le- that. Legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> <laughs> They, they went a whole different direction on that Sasquatch one. arm comes through the golf clubs. <laughs> Not a lot of people know. That. Are you calling Will Smith a Sasquatch? I am. Okay. No, I'm calling, uh, what's his name, a Sasquatch? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> well. Uh, I'll tell you, sure. you're right about being scared about being out in the woods, man. You live out in the woods, everything's scary. It is. Well, everything out in the woods wants to eat and kill you. Right. The Mothman, that's where he lives is in the woods. They all live in the woods. There, there's very little s- scary things that happen in the city that isn't human-based. Yeah. The scary stuff lives in the woods. The real scary yeah. stuff. The Blair Witch lives out there. Yep. Who else? Jason hangs out there. The Smelly Man. 
The, green the smelly man. man. Smelly man? The, the green man, man, they call him. The smelly man. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is there? Is that a Kentucky thing? No. The Block Lake Monster? There, no, lock, lock Ness no, Monster. No, not Lock Lake. The Block Lake Monster. Oh, Block Lake yeah. Monster. Okay. Uh, who else? You got uh, You got Bat Boy running loose out there. Of course. <laughs> uh, you got the jellyfish tit lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. The old jellyfish incredible tit frog lady. Boy. Sure, incredible yeah. frog boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry. Shelby the Snail. That guy Larry out there. Oh, Shelby the Snail. Forget it. Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. Uh, I think. The Ghost uh, of Elvis. Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Dirt Rock Silt Monster. <laughs> yep. Um, Name your poison, man. What's the. Dick, and mosquitoes. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney lives, Dick Cheney in, the lives in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's that, the That's probably the scariest of all that yeah. we just He scares there. all the other ones away. Yeah. Yep, he's mean. News you don't give a shit about. The United States Postal Service that uh, closely unveiled some new commemorative Batman stamps in honor of the Dark Knight's 75th anniversary. Uh, the, uh, the Postal Service is hemorrhaging money as people mail less and less items, so they're hooking up with major properties to generate buzz any way they can in an effort to remind people that they still exist. Uh, the Batman release is the latest in a line of mass media collections. They did Harry Potter last year. And stamp collectors see it as yet another slap in the face in the hobby. According to Bloomberg Business Week, traditionalists believe these tie-in stamps are devaluing a system that had previously been used to honor American achievements. Uh, former U.S. Postmaster General Benjamin Baylor, uh, not surprisingly a prominent stamp collector himself, actually resigned from the U.S. Postal Service Citizen Stamp Advisory Committee because he so passionately opposed the current Batman run. According to Baylor, stamps featuring movie characters are uh, su- superheroes have prostituted the system mm. in an effort to make money, really? which has ruined whoa, 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 the stamp whoa, whoa. program. So he's he's trying to minimize the contribution that the character of Batman is not a important enough historical That's US. exactly what he's no, saying. No, I think that he, is fucking no, bullshit. He's, not talking, just he's, that. he's gotta be talking about the movies because they had a great run of stamps um fifteen years ago. He's talking, comic book characters. He, he is talking about any kind of commercial property being put on stamps. Yeah, any stamp that doesn't uh canonize political some, heroes some historical or scientific historical, yeah which the scientific i'd be all for sure but, absolutely but you need to check yourself if you don't i mean batman has destroyed far fewer <laughs> indigenous people than theodore <laughs> roosevelt ever did and that motherfucker got a stamp i mean, th- these guys they 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 pick and choose what historical facts they want to remember that's true. you look at you look at the currency you got in your wallet you got some real motherfuckers on those bills <laughs> those guys didn't get there just by playing nice those, and they sure as fuck didn't get there by saving gotham a- andrew jackson is the most dangerous <laughs> piece of money yeah in your pocket. andrew jackson is no joke oh yeah no fucking joke Beat people to death with a stick the, the guy was not playing around and he did not help you out if you were stuck in crime alley he could give a fuck <laughs> he could give a fuck uh, that just incenses me. I mean, meanwhile, the Canadians are putting snail, dar- snail darters on their money. Right. Who cares? I mean, <laughs> Superman's not my favorite character, but he had his 75th last year. Mm-hmm. Batman's 75th was this year. Those are both very Sexy. US, oh, US-centric <laughs> American, quote, 
quote unquote American. Let's just say I wouldn't. I would not toss icons. off to it in an empty haunted house. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the cape is for. But I mean, <laughs> that's the part of the story Jeff left out. He goes around the second time. <laughs> Batman? Yes, Jeff. This is my hideout now. I hide in a sexy, abandoned <laughs> haunted house. What? That sounds kind of weird. Nope. This is my, <laughs> nope. This is my, th- this is my thing now. Holy. This is the, the new Batman. I hide in a sexy, abandoned haunted maybe, house. Maybe they commemorated that on the stamp, and yeah, that's why he's that's so why incensed. Is it because it was literally prostituted? <laughs> Holy, that would be. I love how my rage is being mitigated by his ridiculous comedy. Over but all here. the, but all the, all the, all the prostitutes are uh, are on break. On so break, it's okay. yeah. No, give don't it to don't me. Tell anybody. No, give don't it to me. Anybody. Jeff, rage. Get no, it. No, but I, you're talking about two very important to U.S. history icons. I mean, think about, you know... It's okay now, if I argue against that point? I mean, up to, <laughs> up to 1980, yes, of course, maybe neither were that important, but... What are you saying? I don't even know anymore. Uh, I'm trying to think how to formulate what I'm trying to say. Yeah, please, yeah, they, they had their, you know, ups and downs as far as, you know, sure, media presentation, but, comics, movies, But American history would have been... How how does that, did that really like change well, American history? No, we mean it's an art form. It's an art form that sure. the uniquely American was developed in America, yes. and and we've Thank done you. things with jazz, okay. done things with stuff like that. Andy it, is it, is is pulling things out of my head right now, right. literally. Yeah, and it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean you know here are two prime characters that deserve stamps because they are important to the modern history of this country. Where's yeah, my Trent Reznor stamp? You know, as he said, two very, you know, American icons, very, an art form that is uniquely American. Sure. And, you know, and two, two of well. the most popular would make total sense to have those on a stamp. Sure. I mean, I could, I could see but the see, argument he, being guy, made for other I, I think he's upset other because characters. It's, he knows they're going to sell well. Right. This guy's probably 80. He is pretty old. Probably. And if, I mean, nobody's a re- Yeah, come on. What's that shit called? What's stamp collecting called? Nemistitis? That's, no, that's yeah. philately. No, it's Nemistitis. No, Nemistitis is, is... It's coins. Nemistitis no. is coins. Philatelist is, is stamps. Yeah. Philatelist is stamps? Philatelist. Ah, okay. There you go. You yeah, say philatelist. So. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just old and out of touch and welcome to the world and you got five more years to die. But yeah, like I said before, I mean, they, they did do a that's whole series of... how life goes, of, uh, man. <laughs> These are, I, these are the battles you choose when you're when you're when you're 80 years old. Fuck you, making a bad stamp. I, I'm old and I have opinions and I matter still. Nope. It's weird though because they <laughs> did listen do, to me because I, I live this old. No, you don't. Exactly. No, you don't, sir. I'm sorry to tell you, I'm not very old myself, but I matter far less than the young. It's how it is, my friend. So sorry. Fatality overrates. That's the American culture that you are so championing right now. God damn it, dude, no. There was no Batman during the American Revolution. Paul Revere was not Batman. Uh, Paul Revere is a myth into himself, sir. Well, you're right. You're right. Oh, it's all a lie. That's the other thing, too. Actually, when you think about it, Paul Revere kind of was Batman. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, Paul Revere is revered because his last name was much easier to rhyme. And he wasn't the only one that made that midnight run. No, the too. other guy. Yeah, uh, the like, last name was like Israel or something yeah. like that. There were there <laughs> were a few of them. Yeah, and he, he's the one that actually did all the stuff that the poem is about. Yeah, Revere right. barely did anything. 
But he had a a big name in the day because he was a celebrity uh, silversmith, too. So people knew who he was. People knew who he was, and the poem immortalized him more than history did. Welcome to American Silversmiths. (laughs) (laughs) No, dog, I'm not feeling that. That's that's more pewter. (laughs) It's more pewter. (laughs) Yeah, dog. I like what you did bending that metal. I like that. Yeah, dog. You get you go on with yourself. I think you need to stoke them coals a little bit longer. <laughs> the fire's not hot enough. And you got to work on that shine, man. It does not have that high tone shine at the end. You really need to polish that, boy. Thank you very much, judges. I shall go on my midnight ride once again <laughs> with shinier bootstraps. Wicked geek. <laughs> I'm Paul Revere. Superstar Silversmith. Yeah. I'm going to see a Ronnie tonight doing that. What the hell of a... The British are on the Wii. Look at my shiny belt. Vote for me on American Silversmiths. I, I want to go back to title. Paul, Paul Revere, All-Star Supersmith. I, I want to go back to yeah. this Paul Revere's Batman. Yeah, he's, got, he's, got the, he's got the whole bat signal up in this the North is the Tower. Thing. This is the thing. This is the this, this is the dandy fop that he puts out there to the public. Right. And then at night, well, I'm going to take my horse into my secret cave. Okay, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's give a, ride. Give me, give me a fucking bag to put on my face. Whoa, I'm Bagman. I'm not the hero Lexington and Concord needs. I'm the hero at once. <laughs> I'm the grape jelly the city of Concord needs. <laughs> Concord grape jelly. If you live long enough, you become the British. That's right. <laughs> You live long enough to become the British you hate. So you're trying and the to people say people that, that don't want your stamps. That Israel was actually more Batman. There you go. Israel and, was Batman. Uh, uh, Paul Revere was more uh, Booster Gold. And I can't. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Booster yes. Gold is exactly right. I can't remember who put I the totally, lights in totally the North Tower, but that whoever put the lights in the North Tower is Commissioner Gordon putting up the uh, the bat signal. No, I was going to say man bat. Uh, Two Face. Uh, the <laughs> Harvey Dent. Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent. So. Revere was more Harvey Dent. Oh, it was the, and the Paul, hero they needed. I have discovered the person who likes Gotham. You mean besides Biggs? Professor my, Biggs? My my dad. <laughs> ah. Why? Because he doesn't know what the hell it is. He <laughs> does, he, when, when they're saying, oh, 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 don't you tell those riddles, or Mr. Nugget, he does not get it. He has no idea who these people are. Well, I think that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess if you go into it completely blind... He's like, I don't know who Catwoman is. I haven't read the comics in a long time. Well, you, you were reading them back in the 40s when she was in there, weren't you? Oh, damn it to hell. <laughs> well, you know what? If we want to get everybody in America interested, we just need to make Gotham based on actual American historical figures. Because nobody <laughs> fucking knows history anymore. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we could do that. We could do Gotham with just historical figures. What are you doing chopping that tree? I don't know. Is that a cherry tree? I don't know. So you mean like Sleepy Hollow? Who is this? Who could this be? Exactly. <laughs> You're right. They that is exactly you, what Sleepy Hollow is like. I Sleepy Hollow is dumb. Oh, it's a dumb show too. <laughs> Who could this be? I want to hear it. Huh? I want to continue. Oh, Chopping. I don't know. <laughs> Who are you, young boy? No, I'm nobody of consequence, I, I, sir. I'm going to guess by your tone you are a Sleepy Hollow watcher, sir. No. No? My teeth are falling out early. What does he know? He doesn't have our history. He's got friggin' weird Canadian history. We're, yeah, right. We're Thanksgiving game 100 years earlier. 
<laughs> you're so salty about that. I am really pissed off. Jeez. About I'm really pissed off about the fact you're right about Thanksgiving. Okay, God everybody. Okay. <laughs> it's time to celebrate Bear Day. Let's all gather around the tree. <laughs> this is everyone's favorite Canadian holiday. <laughs> Now, just so you know, Grandpa's so you know. dressed up like it the was, bear, oh, sorry, and uh, somebody's going to hit him in the face, and then uh, mom's mom's going to fuck him while we uh, <laughs> while we cook acorns. <laughs> and happy bear day! Don't forget the poutine. <laughs> Nothing gets done without the poutine. Out and about, poutine, bear. poutine, bear day, poutine, bear day, poutine. Hey, hey go Paul, fuck Grandpa. What? When, when you said mom's going to fuck the bear, yeah. did you do that in air quotes? No, mom's gonna fuck the bear. <laughs> mom, quote unquote. No, mom. Okay. Wait, no, there's no quotes around mom. What's bear day? Now, he maybe, doesn't get it. Do you guys get it? I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, a bear is a term for a rugged gay man. Yes, but we've already discussed that the bear in this situation is grandpa dressed like a bear, getting fucked by mom. <laughs> and grandpa is rather svelte. He's not a bear. Not even on his <laughs> does, best day. Does mom in this scenario have a strap on? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get a picture now. About 10 inches long. <laughs> like a ghost pube. It's Ooh. Canada, so it wouldn't be inches. It's going to be... Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> meters. 18 meters. Yes, 18 meters. 18 meters. <laughs> you can fuck grandpa from the next room. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, boy. Happy bear day, everybody. <laughs> Eat your acorns. Oh, my God. Bear my, day, bear you? day. It's a dumb Canada thing. Bear <laughs> day, bear day. Everybody together we sing. So bear can you put maple day, syrup on your poutine? Matt, maple Matt, syrup. Damn, I've never tried that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> you just learned that you got to power through it because... <laughs> If, it's not bothering if, me. No, no, your story. If you have a story to tell, because you started to say something, and then I was he, just gonna he drowned say, you out. Jeff is learning them. So, <laughs> Welcome to the school, Jeff. Just so listeners no, it's not bear fucking day. It's discovery of the Northwest Passage. Okay? Oh, that's the same thing, really. Yeah. It. <laughs> Northwest. I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's why Canadians have Thanksgiving first. <laughs> No, really. That's why Canadians have Thanksgiving first. They're trying to find the Northwest Passage. He showed me the whole Wikipedia page. He's right. Aren't we all? Zack Snyder's follow-up to The Man of Steel and a setup for Justice League has been shooting in Michigan for quite a while now. Local news crews have taken interest in the production. This week, one of them, NBC affiliate uh, WLIX10, struck gold when an extra from the film agreed to come forward and provide them with plot details about a recent shoot in oh, Michigan State University boy, Art Museum. Oh, he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Speaking anonymously with a disguised voice, the extra revealed that he signed a confidential con- confidentiality agreement with Warner Brothers. No spoilers here, right? No. Uh, when he began working on the film, and that if he's caught breaking that agreement... He could be fined five million dollars. <gasps> Did he Holy do? And he went ahead and shit. talked. Yes. And he got caught. Uh, that's the. He hasn't been caught yet. The whole story is an interesting insight. Not just how much Warner Brothers wants to keep the film secret, but how far some people are willing to go to leak spoilers. And now we wait and see if he does get caught. Five million. Wow. Yeah, that's I've been in the contract. Five million dollars for a caught <laughs> <laughs> My disguise voice. 
Yeah, sure. Not as good as Robot in Jail, but it's a disguised <laughs> voice. Oh, Robot in Jail. Where's he fucking been? <laughs> um, he's in I jail, know, I guess. Yeah, I guess where's so. Bumra been? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I lost a lot of them along the way. I thought you were bringing Chaney back there for a minute, but then... I'm he... bringing Chaney back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing himself back. <laughs> Nick Durham I'm stopped smoking. Chaney yeah. back. No, uh, I'm bringing Chaney back. The, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they show up on the set and they... Check out my new fur coat. <laughs> All the extras, please, let's go over here. Oh, I hope they don't mind my new fur coat <laughs> that I'm wearing. I'm just a lowly extra with fancy diamond teeth and eyes. <laughs> what the diamond fuck? teeth and eyes. <laughs> but no one will be the wiser. Boy, did you guys hear about one of the extras? Who told a bunch of spoilers about the movie? I bet he got pissy. Yeah. Hey, have you seen my new diamond shoes and feet? Diamond feet cost a lot of money. Yeah, geez. Yeah, they do. Just the installation. They should do. I don't know where I got the money. I'm just a lowly extra. His but lowly you... extra sounds suspiciously like Tiffany Lemon's clothes. <laughs> No, I'm not Tiffany Lemon Squares. You never prove it. Hey. Uh, uh, someone moved their diamond Ferrari. It's uh, blocking me. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. I guess that's me. I'm sorry. Oh, guys. Oh, boy. Oh, the life of an extra. <laughs> you know, once you have those diamond feet, you never have to buy shoes again. Nope. Diamonds on the soles of my feet and my shoes. Doodle-doo. They just slip a lot. Yeah, they do. Uh, well, no, they dig right in. Yeah. Scrape right into the cement. When I f- have sex with the whores I buy, they steal them out of my feet. What the? F- <laughs> that's what happens. That's that's because I'm an extra and it's I get treated of, like dirt. Life of the extra. The life of an extra. It's a hard life. Hey, Mr. Director, uh, I have to tell you something. If you shine the light near me, it's going to reflect back into the camera because I'm all diamonds <laughs> and fur. Fur diamond coat. <laughs> Diamond. It's a fur diamond coat. It's the new song by Prince, Diamonds and Fur. I know we're trying to shoot a beach scene, but I'm in my diamond coat. Wasn't one of the Guardians of the Galaxy basically a big diamond? Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips, the Guardian of the Galaxy. Lou Diamond Phillips. All right, moving on. <laughs> Diamonds and fur. Things lacking in Jeff's haunted house. All right. Yep. He put his foot down. His diamond foot. <laughs> There's the title of your show. Things lacking in my haunted house. <laughs> Not <Wow>. semen. <laughs> Not scattered jizz stains. Lord. Those are prevalent. <laughs> There's a sign up before you go in. Warning. There's cum everywhere in this haunted house. <laughs> I would laugh if I read that sidewalk. <laughs> Do not touch the stuff that looks like cum. That's fucking cum. Don't forget to wear your medical gloves. What? What's terrible is in those black box haunted houses that are now all the rage in New York, The you have to sign a waiver. Yeah. That actually is a thing in sure. there. So Never would I go. Nope. No. I love haunted houses, but that's too much for me. I'm surprised that no one's done the Ebola haunted house this year. I guess they want people to come. <laughs> no, no, that's the other haunted house. That's that's the the topless haunted house. Yeah, the Did topless you haunted house. Yeah, they want people to come there. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. 
while doing press rounds for his World War II flick, Fury. Do they do dick costumes there at that Deja Vu haunted house? Like, they should give you, like, a little Superman cape <laughs> on your wiener. Ah. You has, do, that's you a mean, good way of you, making a little extra money. Like a finish and fantasy you, you balls. You don't mean people dress like dicks. That's, no, mean that's dicks where I thought like he people. was talking about. Yeah, like, like, you got your dick. Okay. You had to get it all revved up so it could sustain <laughs> costuming. Sure, and you have to keep it. You have to keep it excited because otherwise it just flop like, out of yeah. its costume. Yeah, you don't want the cape to fall off. Exactly. <laughs> Suppose you could just like buy a Chihuahua costume and then. You know. Holy shit! <laughs> no way! Don't forget about the size of Jeff's penis. Right, Jeff's giant Chihuahua cock. <laughs> Jeff always has to wear the Snuffleupagus costume. <laughs> oh bother! Oh bird! Uh, yeah. the children's section of the Halloween store. <laughs> <laughs> just pick any of these children's my, costumes. My, my trunk and air fit. My trunk and air quotes. He's Wolverine on the ground. This, he's Wolverine this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this year it's uh, what is it? Star Lord. Star Lord's all the rage. Star Lord. Star Lord. <laughs> David Ayer answered questions about his upcoming DC supervillain flick, Suicide Squad. While speaking to Empire, Ayer revealed that he was more than ready for a challenge of bringing this DC Comics property to the big screen. Quote, Fury whetted my appetite for a bigger canvas and this idea of world creation. You can do amazing things as a filmmaker if you have the proper tools and there are time and money. Suicide Squad is set in the second to set to be the second big DC flick to hit theaters with a release date of August 5th, 2016, right after David Goyer's highly anticipated Batman v Superman in May of that year. Ayer couldn't uh, reveal much about the movie, but he could say this, uh, which should definitely please fans, quote, I can say that it's a dirty dozen with supervillains. Then I can ask the question. You can say that, but I'm going to tell you what it actually is. It's a pile of steaming shit turd starring DC's second string of garbage ass. You guys couldn't fucking make a movie if you wanted to. At least he Give described it, it dirty dozen and not. It's an Avenger-esque type. It's done. It's done. DC is so done. Have you here's, read their lineup? Here's the thing. <clears throat> oh, it's just, it's just trash after trash. They're done. Well, They're like going for a cyborg, cyborg movie. Yeah. Have fun with that one. Two people are going to see that film. I'm excited for the possibility, but I know what they're going to do to it, so I don't care anymore. Here's the thing with that movie. Which that, one? That, the, the, um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. That, has the, uh, that has the possibility of breaking out the cinema Guardians of the Galaxy did, because it's a well-established comic with a long history that not a lot of people outside the comic world have read. True. Yeah. So they can go a lot of different directions with it and people However, will be surprised by it. Well, yeah, you might be right. And they but, wouldn't even have to promote it as a, quote, DC Comics title. Well, they, just calling a movie Suicide Squad is going to attract a certain number of people. And did then, you watch the latest animated <laughs> Suicide Squad? No, any good? Attack on Arkham. It's okay. Pile of shit? No. Fair to Midland. Hmm. Fair to Midland. It's certainly not their best stuff. They are missing Dwayne McDuffie hard. Oh, okay. Hard. That dude wrote good shit. He was the more the more I watched their new stuff, he was really steering that ship on a lot of. In a yeah, lot it of ways. was great for a good while. Went over to the live action side. Of no, DC? he's the guy that died. Oh, died. Okay. He uh, went to the not live action <laughs> side. <of that> scene. <laughs> Jesus. R.I.P. Dwayne McDuffie. You awesome skeleton. Will Smith, Tom Hardy, and Margot Robbie are rumored for roles. 
Ayer appears to have somewhat confirmed that we'll get to see the villainous Captain Boomerang in the upcoming flick when the director answered a question as to what luck how he'd go about casting oh, our fortunes have turned the Australian racist saying like one would cast any other role I didn't know what I don't know what I'm going to do I'm going to do what I do in my typical fever dream of directing. He also added, I love the passion comic book fans have for these characters and these worlds. Did they really straight-faced ask him, however will you find a racist Australian? <laughs> I honestly don't know the question that led up to it, but they just said, what, what is, Cap- I mean, like, is Captain Boomerang going to be in this? I, I don't Boomerang, know. Is, they should have just straight up asked, is Captain Boomerang going to be Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something incredible about the comic genre and technology has finally caught up with the pen and ink to render these fantastic worlds in a way that feels believable and visceral to audiences. It's a secular religion in that regards. The mythology that these characters represent, the ideas of them as fallen gods on Earth, is intriguing to me. I can't wait to start exploring these corridors, unquote. Fail. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that one. I think I think this has potential. I think, I think it, has, it doesn't have... 75 years of convoluted backstory to have to try and get into the thing. You're right. That's a good point. But that's a good point. It just, it's all about if they try and make it an origin thing again. Batman v Superman is going to be so important to this thing. If they don't get it right, it's done. It's I, it's it's going to set the tone for everything else. Who's even Did you see the fucking Batmobile? No, I didn't. I've been kind of staying. Whenever I see there's a photo of anything, I try to stay away. I saw the picture of it. Well, spoilers. Fast forward a little bit if you if you don't want to know about the Batmobile. Uh, I think I don't think there's so many worries on the Batmobile. It's just got a huge fucking gun turret at its centerpiece. Not even a reclused gun turret. Just it's it's just just plain there. Big old fucking. Automatic I, guns. Sounds like the, the same one of, that they're using for the Arkham uh, next Arkham Asylum game. Yeah, but doesn't didn't that one do this the flip up gun thing? It might, it like might. the Burton one. But you're probably talking about stills. Maybe you're seeing the thing flipped up. You might be right. I guess I don't know. It's just weird. Batman. The, the, the forefront picture is guns. And that's like the anti-Batman. Right. That That's one of the things they, they made a big deal of in the comics for years. He doesn't use guns. Oh, always. He uses guns like crazy in the movies. That's true. When? Yeah, when? He didn't use no guns. Yeah, the, uh, the Dark Knight. Ba- oh, wait. The, the bike. No. The bike, yeah. And the, and the Batarang. What are you talking about? The bike had a few little things. The bike and had machine guns. two turrets on it. All right. So. And the and they uses the uh, the batarang as a gun essentially. He uses it, to sh- the, but the, it's not the, a gun. It's a gu- it's a gun with a <laughs> grappling hook on it. They shoot well, at I gotta, people. I gotta, I gotta ask that. So when Christopher Nolan launched Batman Begins, were you worried about that Batmobile? Like it was kind of like a. I mean, it's a tank. Yeah, but it I was not shoot. a fan of that design. At it doesn't all. shoot. I actually liked it. I like that Batmobile. I would say the, the Batmobile the, the, what, is the, what the least. Call it? The, the growler. The, yeah. yeah. The, the tumbler. The tumbler. Sure. Tumbler. I understand the people ball get all grumbler. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> like the Batmobile as an the armored gargler. SUV. Look out! Here comes the gargler. What? I don't like the Batmobile as a armored SUV. All well, right, the Batmobile has always been a problem in the stories because it goes against what the character is skulking around, <laughs> jumping from rooftop to rooftop <laughs> You're right. with a giant pimp mobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's which it, is a problem you want up with the Suicide Squad. There is no Suicide Mobile. 
Well, hilarious, but it's just parked in the garage with a pipe going. <laughs> it's, the- a, it's a Chevy Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Chevy Nova with a hose going into the window. Hose in the window. Wow. It was an actual suicide mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the other members? Oh, they entered the suit. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't make it through the mission. Yeah, they didn't make it out of the garage. <laughs> David Goyer, guy behind Man of Steel, The Dark Knight, is developing and producing an adaptation of Peter Straub's Shadowland novel for NBC, which will be a limited event series with a shortened episode order. The acclaimed 1980 horror fantasy novel focused on two young boys who spend their summer with an oh, uncle. Oh, I'm in. Who is Two an ac- young boys got you, huh? <laughs> who's an accomplished mu- sure uh, magician did. and just might be a sorcerer. Oh, the, yeah. they the, got some magic wands going on. We're the, keep talking. The novel was a World Fantasy Award nominee. Oh, yes. Since uh, Goyer is also keeping busy with the upcoming Batman v Superman, mm, Deadline reports he will co-write the adaptation with BAFTA Award-winning writer Jack Thorne. Jack Thorne is currently... Hits. Developing Jack the long gestating graphic novel adaptation of The Sandman. Mm, sand in it. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you like friction. You're a man who loves oh, friction. Yuck. <laughs> Gross balls. Nice pushing through, by the way. That Thanks. was impressive. Yeah. Appreciate it. Earlier this year, it was reported that Warner Brothers would be developing a big screen adaptation of the video game Minecraft. <laughs> How the f- <laughs> Let's build this. Let's dig this. Deadline now re- reports the studio That's has right, hired. Guys, this movie can be anything. <laughs> it can be anything you want. Look, my friend, build a giant penis. That's great. <laughs> Let's put that in the movie. This movie can be anything. They just take the script for the Lego movie and then switch everything to Minecraft. <laughs> everything is Minecraft. <laughs> Everything is blocks that don't fit together with other pegs. Everything is Minecraft. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. The problem with all of these video game movies you keep talking about is it's getting impossible to make fun of them because you can't come up with a more ridiculous thing to make a movie out of than Battleship and, and Tetris. Tetris on that movie. Well, Lego try. showed us it can be done. A good film can be done from a... Toy slash video game property. Surely, but there's a lot more range to you know uh, Legos than there are to Tetris, which is four shapes falling down. Oh, Tetris sure. is going to oh, be a shitstorm, and a lot Tetris of going to be a shitstorm, but and a lot of satire in Lego. Yeah, right. but that's just it. You got to have your tongue firmly planted in cheek if you want to make me watch your fucking crazy shit. <laughs> Uh, and yet, nobody's making the Joust movie, which is the only one I want to see. <laughs> the studio has hired Night at the Museum franchise director out. Sean Levy to direct the future. Feature the movie will be a live action adaptation. Of course, it will. Alrighty then, live action. I want to play on the set. I think he also did that. Uh, <laughs> Dad is battling robot movie. What was that called? Real Steel. Real Steel, which was uh, going to be uh, Rock'em Sock'em Rock'em Robots. Sock'em Robots, but they didn't get the property license. Rock'em Sock'em Wolverine. Yeah. So that's the guy in charge of Minecraft. It's going to be real interesting to see how that, uh, how there's going to be any story. Well, yeah. Like I said, going to be shit. Although, you know what? I'll go just because I want to see what a creeper looks like on the screen. <laughs> really, it's really <laughs> all I want. It's going to look a lot like what you see on your fucking video screen. And I'll, and I'll stand up and cheer, Jeepers, and then I'll walk out. Creepers, creepers. <laughs> it's going to be live action creepers? Minecraft? Live action Minecraft. So, I don't. That's, that begs a lot of questions. Are they going to keep the blocky aesthetic? 
with it. Maybe it's, it's like Dune where they push the thing on their belt and they get the shield that make, turns them all blocky. And That'd so be that, kind of cool. That I'd would like be that. the, Young the excuse Holmes. for why they all look like blocky when you see the characters. <laughs> if we're all counting movies where people look blocky. <laughs> <laughs> This year, the season premiere of Game of Thrones and the season finale of the runaway hit drama True Detective crashed HBO Go's servers, thanks in part to viewers who didn't actually subscribe to the network but were simply borrowing passwords. While addressing a Time Warner Incorporated investor meeting, HBO chairman and CEO Richard Pepler noticed that there were currently 10 million broadband-only homes in the United States, a number that's projected to grow. Quote, that is a large and growing opportunity that should no longer be left untapped. It is time to remove all barriers to those who want HBO, Pepler said. Then he Horrible dropped body the big odor. news. Yes. <laughs> so, in 2015, we will launch a standalone, over-the-top HBO service in the United States. We'll work with our current partners, and we will explore models with new partners. In all, there are 80 million homes that do not have HBO, and we want to use all means at our disposal to go after them, unquote. HBO is officially going to release a standalone streaming service. About fucking time. All right. Plettler did not elaborate exactly how the service would work, what it would cost, whether it would eliminate, eliminate have password sharing. Have you guys sharing. seen Netflix? It's going to be like Netflix. It was huge implications for Except HBO. HBO. It has a big implications for the future of HBO's most popular shows, as well as the future of TV itself. Uh-huh. For years, HBO has been a big draw for cable companies, yep. and now it's, it's at least some way yep. of cutting out the middleman. Yep. I love well, it. I just know some news from back north. Uh, Rogers Cable, which is the big cable company up there, is now releasing. You can per- pretty much purchase individual channels. It's about damn so, time. Yeah. So well, when I read that, when my family told me that, I was like, this is going to change a lot of things. A la carte. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's been held up for decades by the various media producers because cable companies have tried to, say, just purchase a single channel. And they say, no, we need you to package all these channels together because they're typically trying to promote a channel that is not, as, not as oft-watched <laughs> as, say, like your HBO. So they'll package in like... Other CBS-owned, pro- so or excuse me, Warner Time Warner-owned companies. So you're saying it's a goddamn midget wrestling lobby. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's you know it's like take Showtime or sorry take HBO, but include our three sports package channels that you know air stuff that people nobody watches. The Ocho stuff, yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. So and then the it, yeah, it's it's been going on for a while. And uh, what's interesting is I don't know if you. Uh, anybody has seen this? CBS actually announced the a few days after HBO did this that they're going to start a streaming only version of CBS network programs. Although the, the channel you could get anyway. Well, but it's for people like that don't have cable and had have been watching their programs either on Hulu or online. Just only. say it or illegally. <laughs> you can still watch CBS without getting cable. Actually, you can't. What? You yeah, can't. they. I I I know this fucking part. I do not have cable. Right. Uh, I, I haven't actually checked at my new place, but my my house, I could not get network TV because of the with digital when they switch to digital. Yeah, the analog digital switch. Yeah. yeah, when they switch to digital. Okay. When you don't get a channel, when you get a channel off a little bit, you don't get snow. You get fragmented blocks that eventually stop. 
Yeah, you, you, if you have don't you have cable, you do have to have a roof have antenna. Have you tried watching on a digital antenna? Yeah, I have. Yes. I have not. It is a shitty, shitty experience. Is it's, it? It's difficult. I have. It is a shitty, shitty time. It's no fun for anybody. It's not even as good as old snow. Oh, wow. where You could actually see the S- show and hear it still and be a little fuzzy. It's terrible. I. That's a fu- talk about conspiracy. Yeah. To just kill. Yeah network airwave stuff the only strong channels right now in las vegas you can get are uh uh, spanish-speaking channels oh they're really strong because they're because they're pushing to the poor people who can't afford cable yeah which is unfortunately the spanish people in this Mm -hmm. town spanish-speaking yeah and you can get fox too a dirk (laughs) (laughs) because digital doesn't require as much power to transmit they want my cops and my telenovelas if I can't get my cops in my telenovelas, then fuck you, I'm going to shoot my tars out. <laughs> anyway, the CBS thing, though. Yeah. It's anyway. because they do have some of the top shows in the lineup right now. So everybody that would want an alternative to like Hulu and uh, Netflix and I so heard forth. there was a I Met Your Mama marathon on. I want to watch I Met Your Mama. And I want to watch that Big Bangers. Why don't you put that on? I can't watch Big Bangers and Met Your Mamas. That's up in the hundreds. What? Big Bangers. It's up in the hundreds. I'm going to find it and then I'm going to fucking find you for talking to me, you sass mouth motherfucker. Now, the interesting thing in the CBS announcement was they are keeping the commercials in the program. So you're having to pay to watch a series of programs. Anytime you want. Oh, so CBS. But, so CBS isn't making this free. No, it, it's 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 a pay. It's it's like a six dollar a month charge to watch CBS programs on demand. But with, you can watch with, it anywhere on your without, mobile device, your laptop. Your... <laughs> but it's it's basically it's, so you don't you don't have to have cable to do it. So if yeah. you don't have cable and you just want to add it on, they're trying to do essentially emulate all these other streaming sure. only programs. But uh, but they are keeping the commercials in, and I was like. That's fucked up. Hey, man, if they make this channel stuff a la carte by the channel itself, HBO, Showtime, right. FX, AMC, I would be glad to cut full ties to cable because those are the right. only things I keep cable around for personally Dude, I anyway. I have cable for two years and exactly. I don't miss it for a yeah. fucking second. Hey, you know what? I would like to say that, but I love my Bill Maher show. I love being able to watch Game of Thrones as it happens. Yeah, I, I can wait. That's about the only thing I miss from not having cable is I I I try to avoid listening to people talk about Doctor Who stuff. In <laughs> <laughs> The Walking Dead, you live a back nightmare up. life. That's, that's I used to say rough. to you know watch the news, but after you know last couple months, it's like why the fuck do I even need to see the news? Ebola, fucking ISIS. Yeah, why do you want to pay for somebody no. to scare you? Yeah, that, I do that at the haunted house. Yeah, that's all it does. I haven't watched the damn news you in just, so long. You just read the newspaper. T- yeah, right. <laughs> Good idea. Well, keep you keep you a fucking employed. I'll tell you, Hell no. The even even NPR is falling victim to it. NPR's news is getting ridiculous too. It is getting there. Yeah, it's bad. It's really to fucking. It in a while. Well, it's fucking bad. Is it? It's now, pledge week. Don't listen to it now. Right. Ugh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's not as these last couple of weeks have. It's been more frightening than depressing, which is a nice change of pace. But that's all. <laughs> And there's no news out there except for Ebola because it's so slow that my brother became an internet star this week. Yep. Oh, your brother, who's the uh, the zoo- Ebola victim? What, what yes. was that? What was it? The Zoo-ke- thing? Zookeeper. Yeah, but what is it? What was it? The uh, pest controller at a zoo. Yeah. Pest controller at a zoo. Yeah. 
Pest he, controller at a zoo. Pest controller at a zoo. Pest controller at a zoo. There's a musical in that, without a doubt. We did it. He did, they did it. The, uh, but, um, ah, that all makes complete sense. <laughs> but last week, um, they, my, my brother and his wife uh, adopt, they foster um, pit The bulls. people? Foster, oh, Foster pit the Pitbulls. <laughs> That's people. a great band. Yeah. Foster the Pitbulls. Yeah. Yeah. And the Pitbull they fostered was found in some drug dealer's pocket. And it's just gone it's gone ridiculously uh, uh viral. viral. Yeah. It was in his pocket? Yes. They, they they Was it a tiny little baby? Tiny it was it was too young to be away from its mother. <gasps> oh. Was he was he breastfeeding it, this drug czar? <laughs> We don't know what the drug star was. There's a lot of news about the drug star, but now that the, the puppy lives in my brother's house until mm. they gets adopted, and people are going nuts over it. It's the cutest thing ever. Catch a baby pit bull, put it in your pocket, save it for a rainy day. Catch a baby pit bull, put it in your pocket, while from the cops you run away. You look so adorable when you're singing it that way. Yes. <laughs> that is some deep, deep stuff, man, being able to pull some Andy Williams on top of your rap stuff. That's, you got some deep musical skills, sir. and width. That's the name of my dick. You, have you seen the Andy Williams... Freaking documentary that's on. I think it's on Showtime. Yeah, it's it's really intriguing. Imagine him getting frisked. His his whole writing writing career. Oh, what the fuck is on it, Pitbull? You got got anything in here that's going to stick me? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. But this shit's going to melt your fucking heart. Just just all the shit that in his career he's written for other people. You better be careful. You're going to fall in love. Watch out, motherfucker. Guest appearances. It's going to melt that icy shroud you keep around that chamber. Yeah, yo. Watch out. Watch out. Left hand. Left hand pocket. Watch out. Oh, you got him now. Ooh, what are you doing now? You got a handful of puppy, motherfucker. What's up? <laughs> What's up now? Mm-hmm. He's going to lick you to death. Yeah, I'm seeing them fucking sweet tears of joy coming out your eyes. Cry, pig. Cry, <laughs> for, cry, cry pig. for happiness. <laughs> cry from the sheer in- enormity of life. Yeah, motherfucker, I got you. I know how to get you. I'm going to go get some fucking poodles next week. <laughs> Psycho, will you hold on to my pit bull? I ain't playing. What's that one dog that's real cute? That one that's on the, everybody called it the Puff the Toodle Poodle or some shit. I don't know. The toy Bichon dog. Free? Puff the Toodle Poodle. Is it a Bichon Free? Yes. Shit. If that Bichon Free, I'm going to beat her ass because she knows me money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. It was Paul Williams, not Andy Williams. <laughs> I would love to see a Paul Williams one. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I'm just ignoring everything you're doing right now, oh, and uh, you know, pretending yeah. like and I can living, and living speak ten without, days later. No, yeah, just pretending like I can speak without being interrupted. So you know. now, actually, Paul Williams is more interesting than Andy Williams. Cause it's, Paul, yeah, it's a fascinating documentary. Paul Williams was uh, uh, he did all the Muppet wrote, Show guest stars. Rainbow Connection. And, yep, and was Little Enos. Yeah, from Smoking <laughs> Smoking a Bandit. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he. But I, I mean, Enos. it talks about like he's written like something like five hundred yeah. songs. I actually, I actually took Frankie other to see artists him. and himself. Yeah. And I took Frankie to see him over at. Uh, didn't he write the Love Boat theme? That's the thing. The Gold Coast. I took him to the, we, we did, like, the Gold Coast with Frankie, and he's like, "I'm going to sing two songs I wrote about love." And he starts singing uh, the theme song from uh, Evergreen. One love. This is Barbara Streisand song. It's really, and then he 
gets on that and starts then segues into the love boat theme theme. Didn't he also co-write uh, what are those two uh, robot EDM uh, group from Paris? Oh uh, yeah, he did some work with them on their latest album, right? Yeah. All uh, right, Daft Punk. Let's Daft see. Punk. Yeah. So yeah, that man is still working hard. Yeah. Notable songs, Rainy Days and Mondays, We've yep. Only Just Begun, You and Me Against the World, An Old Fashioned Love Song. That's uh, my whole 70s playlist right there. Yeah, right? he was on. Uh, he was <laughs> Rainbow just on Studio 360 the other week. Okay. Uh, One More Angel, Waking Up Alone, Gone Forever. Didn't he also star in Someday Phantom Man. of the Paradise? Yes, he did. Still yes, alive. He did. Wrote the TV themes for some of these shows I don't know, but Griffin and Phoenix, it's a TV movie. The McLean Stevenson Show, Another Day. An interesting looking fellow. The Love Boat, It Takes Time, uh, Takes Two, Sugar Time, and Emmett's Otter's Jung- Jug <laughs> Band Otter's Christmas. Jug Jesus. Band Christmas. Who remembers Emmett Otter's yeah. Jug Band Christmas? The <laughs> reason don't. to own HBO not in the 80s. Not fondly. <laughs> I did not like that you at all. You loved it. No. Didn't like it as a kid. Hate it now. Why, give, 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 why, why the hate? Because it's all, we're super poor. It's great to be poor. <laughs> we're poor, poor, poor. Let's be poor. <laughs> What'd you give Grandpa for Christmas this year? I gave him a bucket of air. What'd you give Grandma for Christmas this year? I gave her fucking nothing. Isn't it just like the retelling of we're the poor, gift of the Magi? Poor. It is. But it's even worse because it's just like, well, mom, now we're all gonna be hungry. Well, that's okay. We're poor. We <laughs> poor, poor, poor. Let's bring it to We're all fucking poor. We're so fucking poor. We can't even pay attention. Poor, poor, poor. <laughs> I hate that fucking show. It's a, I, you know, Hanson had his his ideals, but let's all go be poor. No, thank you. <laughs> you know what's great for Christmas? It's great. Poverty. <laughs> this year, don't forget poverty. I be fucking broke as fuck to really understand the meaning of Christmas. You, you which want, is fucking being broke. You want to feel the meaning of Christmas? Go find yourself a Christmas song called Christmas Shoes. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> off of that song. You know it is funny though. Like as an adult, I now realize how fortunate I was to get a lot of the Christmas toys I did get. Because I didn't realize at the time how poor we really were. Poor, poor, poor. <laughs> we're all fucking poor. Yeah, but so, you know what? But See, no, even, I mean, like, my parents would they, save and save right. and save. And, that, you know, you right. get that one really good gift yep. that you wanted. And, and, and it kind of just, that's the only thing you thought about mm-hmm. at, you know, Christmas Day. You open it up and you're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I have the you realize up- that's the only gift you really got that was, I have you the know. utmost sympathy for people who find themselves in dire straits. Oh, yeah. I myself have found my place to be. Ra- I'm, I'm not a wealthy man. Uh, I, I scrimp by here. And oh there, but, yeah. But, yeah. You, you're very scraping by your, your room full of He-Man toys. Well, <laughs> priorities, priorities, but I work, I work hard. I don't have off days. You are a few cases away. A few, a few cases of He-Man toys away from probably. What he's saying. Right. And he is, he would be a wealthy man if not for his He-Man habit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't have to collect all these toys, what is that the pocket puppy? That is the pocket puppy. You got to put that up on the, on the, the thing. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look very much like a pit bull there. Yeah. Well, anyway, poverty's a bitch, but when beavers try and sing about it, I could give a fuck. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty poverty, poverty. Yeah. Yeah. But Paul, why are there so many songs about rainbows? Why are there so many beavers in poverty? <laughs> 
why don't they find a job? <laughs> there are jobs out there. Are they not looking? Come on, you filthy slob. Go build a dam, isn't that what you do? You people are good at that, right? <laughs> Go get a job, you lazy-ass beaver. Tomorrow, today, or tonight. So what No allegory <laughs> implied. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's the Republican <laughs> no, no, version no, no, of no, Rainbow no, exactly. What you saying, man? All, da- all beavers build dams, you specious. <laughs> Find me a dam not built by beavers. I'll change my fucking tune. <laughs> the Hoover Dam. All of the dams, aside from the man made, have been made by beavers, too. <laughs> That's you're really good at. I have worked too fucking hard to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> These beavers should work just like me. <laughs> Get off the beaver fair and all the beaver stamps and go make your own money. Lazy fucking beavers, fuck you. This song brought to you by White Privilege. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's green privilege. It's very green. And it's not easy. It's privilege What's that I bear. Uh, uh, the money with the beaver. Green frog's so burden. Like green frog's burden. $3.43 in Canada. <laughs> Five cents. Is that three dollar forty three cent bill? Five cents. Nah, okay. Nickel. What? That bunny with a beaver on it. What? The bunny with a beaver on it? I'm losing it. Canadian money has animals on it. Oh, is that a, it has a bunny with a beaver on it? No. No. That's Where the hell did you get that? that? That's four dollars and fifty three cent bill. You know, I actually had <laughs> a. You said it's a nickel. It's you five cents. Money, money with a beaver money. on it. Yes. I actually bunny. had a Canadian nickel yesterday, and I I tossed it away. <laughs> I wish I had it to show Paul right now. That's, that's how I feel about your fucking money. There's a bunch of beavers crying. You just made a bunch of beavers cry. <laughs> but it, 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 away, did have the, it did have the beaver on it. I wanted to show Paul. That could have fed us oh, for a week. Crying you threw it away. You're like, fuck this. Canadian fucking crazy money. <laughs> crying beavers out of the I tossed bunny. it on the countertop in the back of the house, and I just didn't even think about it. Mark, <laughs> keep taking it. I think that... Um, uh, originally, the first time um, Def Leppard toured in Quebec, that's where they got the inspiration for some of their material. Oh, really? Yeah. Money with a beaver on it. <laughs> wow. Money with a beaver on it. <laughs> Money with a beaver on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andy Williams for rap songs of Def Leppard. <laughs> Actually, he's. it's funny because he's doing Lover Boys. Yes. <laughs> it's not yeah. Def Leppard? Loving no. every minute of no. it. It's Loverboy? It's Lover which Boy. is a Canadian band. Which is, yeah. So you're kind of okay I bet, there. I you're bet, kind of I okay bet there. start out with Money with a Beaver on it. <laughs> money with a Beaver on it. Money with a Beaver on it. Well, this gives you a, a good sense of where I think uh, both of those bands fall within the give a fuck spectrum of <laughs> musical history. Now I'm singing Paul. in my head now. Turn that tree all the way. <laughs> Paul's hey, hey! Stacking in a dam. <laughs> Stop the waterway. <laughs> Loving. <laughs> Paul's Money brain with a beaver so on it. Paul's brain is working so fast he can't even keep up on the Money with a beaver on it. Well, there's a teleprompter up there. Money right? with a beaver on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got my eyes open this week, motherfuckers. What's up? <laughs> I got both eyes this both week. Both eyes. Both eyes functional again. I can see. Before Twin Peaks returns to TV, co-creator Mark Frost will bring us up to speed on the town. Jack Frost. 
and its characters with a new book. The iconic mystery drama will make its return in 2016, <laughs> 25 years after its cancellation. Publisher Flatiron Books has announced it will release The Secret Lives of Twin Peaks, a novel by Frost, in late 2015 ahead of the new episodes. The novel, quote, reveals what happened to the people of that iconic fictional town since we last saw them 25 years ago, and will also give us a deeper glimpse into the central mystery that was only touched on by the original series, unquote. Cool prequel novel nice and joseph malosi and paul muley are producing dark matter based on their own dark horse graphic novel published in 2012 the project was originally conceived as a television series but malosi and muley turned it into a graphic novel when development stalled following some positive buzz for the comic the television series is back on the table the series will follow the crew of a derelict spaceship Awakened from stasis with no memories of who they are or how they got on board. Facing threats at every turn, they have to work together to survive a voyage. A spaceship? What is this? Ah! Boom. Survive a voyage charged with vengeance, betrayal, and hidden secrets. Sci-fi programming, uh, Christina Rigi. uh, What? Sci-fi programming, SVP, Chris Chris Regina. Wow, that was completely different. Christina (laughs) Rigi? I'm like, what? (laughs) Hold on. I didn't know she was directing. Yeah, well, Five Head got her hands in this shit. What's up? <laughs> Chris Regina noted that Dark Matter will be a refreshing and entertaining space opera that blends the intriguing premise with fast-paced suspense. Uh, sci-fi has picked up U.S. rights to an initial 13-episode season. All right. So basically... Green light. Green light. <laughs> dick liquor. It's basically Red Dwarf with no comedy. Right, yeah, it kind of is, movie That was out a few years ago. Started the peep. Uh, Pandora. P the movie. Pandora. Pandora. That was a fun movie. Great movie. I haven't seen it. Go watch it. That's one. Is that's that on what they it. call it? It's probably on Netflix. It probably is. It, it's really it's, the thing about Pandora, and I'm not going to tell you much about it. Is that it, that's how it starts? Is a derelict spaceship thing? Yeah, and they wake up. Like, what the fuck? Oh. Right. But yeah, like nobody has any memories. I have no idea watching that movie the first time what was going to happen in the next ten minutes. Okay, great. At any time, I was like, whoa, whoa, we're going to take. Oh, we're going there. Whoa, that where'd good. that come? Yeah. yeah, that's one of those that kind of came in under the radar. Completely under because it came out the same time uh, Avatar did. So it sounds a little it. like uh, also it's uh, not exactly, but I had a similar kind of vibe with that. Uh, what was that Sun one? Oh, uh, Sunshine? Sunshine? Yeah. That was good, too. That was good, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sunshine was an yeah. Maybe had a nice little run there. Quaid? That and then Moon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, moon moon is, great. is great. Yeah. Dennis Quaid in Pandorum. Dennis right? Quaid yeah. and... Um, yeah. um, fuck, what's the guy, main guy's name? Um, Randy Quaid. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's batshit insane somewhere <laughs> hiding in another He's living country. Pandorum. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. The, there's a pretty big actor in it who's yeah. the main role, and I can't remember who it is. Liam Neeson. Yes, that's it, Liam Neeson. No. Is it? No. Oh. All right, you want to play it so taken. bad? It's not okay. Hall, is you it? You want to play it so bad? Red light, green light, gentlemen. Okay. This How is Warner people? Brothers' recently Fucking launched Avengers. digital series production unit has unveiled its inaugural slate. So this is Warner Brothers' digital series. Uh, first one is an untitled Mortal Kombat series. The next generation of Mortal Kombat is coming. In association with the upcoming Mortal Kombat X video game releasing April 4th, 2015, Blue Ribbon Content and Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment are teaming up on an all-new series that will showcase some of the franchise's most storied characters while introducing a new generation of fighters. Unless it's CG, I could give a fuck. 
I really don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to guess it's live action. Well, then they're missing out because they should use that in-game engine and make a good CG show. I don't have a dog in this race. I, uh, I, I'm not really, I mean, I enjoyed playing the game a little bit, but I'm not hooked on it like some people were. So either way, go either way. I'd probably I, watch it. I'm going to give it a red light just because freaking every single live action Mortal Kombat has just sucked balls. I say if it's live action, yeah. <laughs> it's ter- they're all terrible. I love Mortal Kombat because it's so cheesy and so dumb. But they don't embrace the cheesy and dumb in the live action stuff. They try and make they, it serious. They, yeah, try, they try to make to it serious, it. and then it comes across as cheese ball. It comes across as terrible. Yeah, it comes across as stupid. Like I, I, I saw the first movie mm-hmm. the other night and had forgotten just how bad it was because I remember well, seeing it the first time and was going, "A lot well, this of kind of cool." A lot of that can be laid at the feet of what's his dick, the Highlander. Right? Yeah. Oh. What's his damn <laughs> Christopher name? Lambert. Christopher Lambert. Lambert. Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. This is not about life, but death. It's please. such a horrible <laughs> he's performance. Totally not. He's totally I'm raiding. Not raiding. <laughs> I'm raiding, guys. I'm, a, I'm an ancient Chinese god of thunder, of course. <laughs> Hello, can't you tell I'm an ancient Chinese guy? Kaboom. Thunder, thunder. Oh, that was my pants. I had a boom fart. The craft services had lots of burgers today, and I ate a bunch of them. I I left I left a, a burger still on the plate, and the guy said, Go on and just finish it, Chris. You've eaten the rest. And I said, finish it. There could be only one. <laughs> finish it. Yeah, he said, finish him. I said, there could be only one. He said, you're in the wrong movie. Burgality. 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 <laughs> I, I, I love I love Highland. French fries. I know, I know. French fries. <laughs> but yeah, pick an accent. Huh? I love Highlander, but yeah, pick an accent. No, he's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Is he? Does he? He has an accent, and he just dives all over the place. He with dives it? all over the place with it. And at one point, he turns into Tracy Walter, <laughs> character actor from the eighties. Um, he was in Repo Man. There can be only one. <laughs> the, the, like the last time he says it, when he right before he has a big there explosion. Can be only there one. can be only one. <laughs> only Juan. Find one in every car. You'll see that guy. Okay. <clears throat> only Juan. Juan Ortega makes the finest taco shells, and he also wields a fine sword. Here in Mexico, we found the Juan, the only Juan that you will ever need. Juan Ortega, burrito backing up, maker on you? of Ortega taco shells. All the burgers. Hey guys, is it time for dinner? Is your family craving something fresh and new? I am Juan Ortega. Is he seriously doing a commercial right now? To bring you the taste sensation of the south of the border. He's doing an accent. Being don't racist. ever don't forget. <laughs> don't ever forget. When your family is hungry for a taste sensation from the south of the border, you want Juan Ortega's Ortega taco shells because there can be only one. Oh, no. You'll excuse me, family. I must fight this man to the death before I finish this commercial. You're a very interesting fellow. I would say you might be the most interesting man in the world. I might be. There can be only one. Is <laughs> the guy's coming to find him? It turns out that guy's the fucking Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name shows up? And they made that the 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 little the rope scorpion shoots out in the game. They made it that living creature that lives in his yeah, hand. So oh, it was so terrible. Excuse me, interesting man. <laughs> I think we have something to discuss. I have nothing to talk to you about, senor. I am no longer with Clan McCloud. <laughs> That's what you'd like to think. 
No one gets out, you bastard. <laughs> Just because you crossed into Mexico doesn't mean Highlander <laughs> rules no longer apply. I do love Pull it. Pull out your fucking sword, you dickball. Sean Connery playing the Spaniard, yeah. and he's got that thick Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> Just ridiculous. No one cared. No, no, oh, no. Some then. people cared. The Egyptian Spaniard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, well, you know, no, I mean, laugh, people making that movie. No you laugh, but you've never seen me run. I put my arms out in stick form like one of them hieroglyph people. Wavy bird line. I walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got a red light from Jeff and undecided yes. from Andy. Ortega. I'll go red for light dinner. Too. Red light from Flip Flop. Ortega. How about you, Ortega? Ortega. That's, That's head all shake. you get. Is that Ortega. an Ortega from... Ben Foster and Pandorum, by the way. Whom? Ben Foster and Pandorum. Thanks for clearing up that mystery, Scooby. <laughs> He's one of those you recognize his face if you see him, but you, you the name is never going to ring a bell. Ah, yes. Like You'll my, be like, oh, shit, I've like seen him in like everything. Like carnal conquests. Like Tracy Walters. <laughs> Red light, green light. One. Red there light, green light, gentlemen. One. Here we go. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Original That's horror a snake thriller. its own tail. Producers of Akiva Goldsman, executive producer of the Paranormal Activity franchise. It follows two police officers over the course of one night in a remote part of Wisconsin as they're overwhelmed by a series of mysterious attacks and an epidemic of possession. Oh, I think I've seen previews on this. It is a possession. Bum, bum, it's no, you're, possession. you're thinking of um, the New York one. The which one? New York one. Oh, I don't it's know. It's in New York City. It's in New York City. And if they do a possession thing? Yeah. Like, or you're well, thinking about that, that Ozzy Osbourne's one. kids okay, that traipsing too. through the U.S.? Jesus. Haunted what? Highway or whatever it is. Haunted Highway, <laughs> yes. No, 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 God, no, no, no. that was horrible. But there was, there was that movie Taken, right? Was it called Taken? Not Taken. Not Possessed. Taken. Was it called Possessed? No. The Huntgree? What was it called? <laughs> I have no was, idea what the it, fuck was, you're talking about. Was there about. a question mark in there, that title? There was, was it the abduction there movie. There was no. It was it was Denzel Washington, and everybody started get, kept getting possessed, and was, the, the spirit was jumping. Oh, to uh, the Fallen. The Fallen, not the Hunt. Green. Wow, that was memorable. That movie. That's uh, a good little movie. I never saw it's it. It's a good little movie. It's a good little movie. All yeah. right. If you're, but you say it's so. the, the same fucking movie. Sounds like as a TV show. I I wouldn't. Like, don't go paying to see The Fallen, but if it's on... But if it's hey. just, let's let it it run. is an intriguing idea. It's essentially that, you know, fallen spirits are able to possess certain people and they can transfer to other, you know, individuals through touch. And so a serial killer with a certain, you know... Penchant. Certain style... Could class be, it up, you know. Could could outlive the could outlive the shell that they're possessing at the times. So they bounce around from body to body and continue okay. killing. It, it's an interesting premise. Uh, the execution is it's so so. I guess. I mean, it it has its ups and downs in the movies, but it's a really interesting idea. All right, but uh, you know. So here yeah, we go. Or- Jeff and me agree on something. <laughs> it's so rare. This is the, the mark. This episode, <laughs> know, right? folks. The episode where they agreed. <laughs> It actually happens every now and then. Just uh, just on the show, we seem to disagree a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ouroboros, gentlemen, what is the call? No. Red. Red. Two reds. Again, Two red. reds don't make it green. There it is, red across the board for Ouroboros. Then finally, Static Shock. 
right. We're stealing our thunder. Yeah, is that the superhero? Writer, producer, director, Reginald Hudlin. Best Picture Oscar nominee for producing Django Unchained. Writer, director of House Party. Leads the creative team behind a live-action adaptation of Static Shock. Featuring the African-American superhero Static, a.k.a. Virgil Ovid Hawkins. That's your Dwayne McDuffie again. Static Shock is based yeah, on the Static created, comic, he? which was originally published by the DC Comics imprint Milestone Comics and later DC Comics. Static Shock, gentlemen. Green Cartoon the hell out of that. short-lived. That was right. It did like, what, till That's, like 2004? Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was really short. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a green light and be yeah, interested to see light. what they do with it. Undecided because I don't know anything about the character. So... He uses electricity. He's a black. Well, you have you have to say one or the other. He's a black teen superhero that doesn't use a skateboard. So I can black Vulcan except cooler. Okay. <laughs> Did oh. he ever team up? Team up with Black Vulcan? I'm sure. Well, no, I don't know because Black Vulcan was only for the Super Friends, right? Right. That never appeared in the comics. I don't and, know, but yeah. he was sort of he was sort of the heir to the Black Vulcan throne. Or Black, Black Lightning. Remember that DC yeah. character? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They renamed that character recently, didn't Did they? they? Really? Black Vulcan is now it's uh, Mega Volt. What do you call himself in that that episode? It's going to drive. So, green light across the board for Static Shock. And finally, Critters. Blue Ribbon revisits the world of the legendary. Oh, man. You're breaking shit over there. He was trying to fix it and (laughs) making it worse. (laughs) Are Are these Long John Silver's chairs? They're Lego chairs. No, I think they're Long John Silver's chairs. Do you know where you got them? Uh, at a garage sale. They're many, Long John many Silver's years ago. chairs, I think. It could very well be. Your it's Long John Silver's. Have to bring some wood glue and fix that. Next what time happened? The, the, the one on Maryland Park. I'll fix closed. it later. Yeah, it's closed. I ate there just before it closed down. The last time I ate at Long John Silver's, they served me a piece of fish that stank so bad, I thought I was going to die. It was the nastiest <laughs> Jesus. thing. It was so bad. It made my chicken plank taste like stinky fish. Oh, jeez. Wow. It was rancid. They served me rancid fish. So listen up, LJS. That boat is going down, and the rancid fish rats are running off the ship. So the freaking frog is closing uh, in November? It is? Yeah. Well, it's all right. For those that live in Las Vegas... Freaking Frog. Freaking Frog is a is a big college hangout. It's uh, owned by one of the actually one of the professors over there owns the bar. All, all the college kids hang out, but they've got a wide range of beers and they have a um, whiskey attic above it. The whiskey attic, I would love to go do some, which, which has six thousand uh, whiskeys. <laughs> yeah, but they also have a wide range of weird beers. They are the mall that it's in is going to be do major renovations. So officially, it's a hiatus until they rebuild and then figure out what they're going to do. But that means they have a whole bunch of uh, kegs of beer. So Halloween, they're having a party from 7 a.m. till the wee hours, and they have to get rid of all the beer. Wow. There you go. If you live in Vegas, Halloween time. Good to know, drunkies. Just got thirsty. (laughs) Red light, green light, critters. (laughs) Blue Ribbon revisits the world of legendary New Line Cinema cult classic movie franchise as a new batch of alien pests descends upon the planet in this new digital series, Written by the guys that did Teen Titans Go. Green light. Critters is coming back. Digital series? It just means this is it's all digital on series. demand. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, okay. It's, it, that gets Green confusing light. too. Yeah. Green light. I like critters. Yeah. Now. Why not? How many of those were there? Four or five? I think Gosh. five. I, there was a lot. I sometimes oh. get critters confused with ghoulies. Ghoulies or goonies? Ghoulies. Was there more than one ghoulies? There are two ghoulies. Okay. 
How many leprechauns? Two ghoulies. Who's five? Uh, five leprechauns. Three ghoulies. <laughs> I'll eight you, critters. I'll raise you five leprechauns. I'll raise you five ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> I got this really great I'll, I'll uh, DVD set fun. with like ghoulies and critters and a bunch of other shit. I gotta watch. I gotta bust that out for Halloween. Which is odd because I, those are two different companies that made those. Yeah, but I think they're well. Maybe maybe it's not on the same one. Okay. But I think I got critters somehow because I I liked critters. As I a remember kid. critters having fun. the alien with the lion face dude. They come and fight him? No, no. That one of the one of the guys that that are, comes down to hunt the critters. That's what I said. That comes to fight him. Yeah, he has a lion face. Yeah, he's got kind of like a really wide face. Yeah, he like that. Always kind of stuck with me as a kid. Yeah, he's got a big face, but he's not like a made up to look. No, no. That he, he just, just naturally has, a, has yeah, yeah, yeah. lion like features. Had, well, he had he had a big mane of hair. Yeah, that helped. That was the thing. He had a big old mane of hair. Yeah, he's all like the Crichtons are here. They called him Crichtons or something, or something the Crites, like the Crites. The Critties. What a wide skull. Yeah. Oh. It was Sean Connery again? <laughs> Where's the critter sword? <laughs> Where did you hide them? I know there's ghoulies here. I know there's ghoulies here. No, the chuds ate them all. This only references... Hello. We are the chuds. Oh, Winona and... And, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Ashley that. Wow, oh, boy. <laughs> Are you ready to hear our song from under the sewer? <laughs> Jesus. How did it... I am. We live in the sewer. We are the chuds. Do you like our music? Do you like us a lot? Ashley is the cute one. Winona is bigger, but we're both really cool. Chuds. <laughs> what the fuck? It's funny because you think it'd be the roaches that live in the sewers. What? You think it'd be the roach sisters that live in the sewers. The roaches. Remember the roaches? The roaches. No. Wow, they were big for a while. The roach sisters? The roaches, yeah. The chuds, man. <laughs> don't you listen to the chuds when you fall asleep? If you do, you will know that Ashley is the cute one and Winona is bigger. <laughs> they are both cool. We are the chuds. We are coming to your town. Chud, chud, chud. <laughs> <laughs> It took all that way through the song for you to find out why it was a Spanish accent. So you could do chud, chud, chud. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the whole play on this, the way you'd pronounce it. I like the chuds and the smiths. <laughs> That's the two American groups I listen to. The smiths and the chuds. It's really surprising what a large Hispanic following the smiths and Morrissey And Morrissey. Has. It's not surprising. It's huge. He's great. He got the cancer. <laughs> Why didn't you talk about that? Who's got the cancer? Morrissey. Morrissey's got the cancer? Man's really Is that sad. official? Yeah, he's got cancer. It's no, I terrible. Didn't that. I did not it hear that. broke my fucking heart to that hear That is it. not a warm fuzzy. No. Nope. Not, nope. Boy, if it wasn't sad before. And you sit there with an ivy in your arm <laughs> on a slow drip of chemo and it takes forever and you go home and you want to die. Girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> in a coma. What? So I get to hang out with her at least. <laughs> Because I've got oh, cancer. It's fucking terrible. I, I, it breaks my heart. I love, I love Morrison. Nobody this can hear key you. This man. <laughs> <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Marvel has already announced that they will be releasing Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Volume 1 on vinyl through Mondo. Nice. Marvel and the Disney Music Group will release the soundtrack on a limited edition cassette tape. Ah, 
Yes. This will ah. actually be the very first tape that they will have released since 2003. Since you'll be able to purchase one of these tapes between November 17th and de- December 31st at independent retailers. The website Record Store Day can help you find a local participating store. The tape features all 12 songs from the soundtrack with six tracks on each side. It's designed to look exactly like the tape that Peter Quill's mom gave to him at the beginning of the movie. That's, That's awesome. Great. Are they selling cassette tape players too? <laughs> That's really it. I have the uh, I have the CD version and uh, it's got uh, it literally says Awesome Mix Volume 1 on the CD. So it is pretty cool. Yeah. And it's got a second disc that has the score, but it is cool that you've got the awesome mix on the cover of it. And that's all it says. It doesn't say Guardians of the Galaxy awesome mix. It's just awesome mix volume yeah. one. Yeah. Soundtrack sold super well. Yeah. Really I was surprised. It is. It's so good. It's such a good mix. And uh, Marvel officially announced last week that uh, coming uh, for holiday season, they are officially releasing a dancing Groot. Yeah. Da- that will yes. dance to music just like the uh, the end of the movie. It was so. bound to happen. The, yeah. The, the, well, the, the want for it was so great. Well, and people and with all the little knockoffs that were being made, and you know, sure. people people charging for quote kits to build your own. Sure. Well, even, that were you know forty, fifty, sixty bucks. Even Dragon that has the license to create model kits. Yeah. Uh, had a dancing group model that actually I don't think has been released yet. It's coming out. It's going to be uh, hard to fight against this one. But they're kind of trying to keep it around the $15 price point to make it uh, more accessible everybody for people. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was $15, like, $15, bucks, they are going to sell a boatload of those things. Yeah, the Christmas gift. Literally because it'll probably come from China on a boat. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you come from? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Where do you come from, Groot? Oh, you come from China, This is why I let him go with the Spanish. Yeah. He was being nice. <laughs> you know Teenage Joker? <laughs> I'm a boot in the boat. I'm not a real thing. <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. All the way up your butt. 80s Jeff. <laughs> Back check, Danny. Flip floppy man. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Wow. Wow, indeed. <laughs> you didn't say gluten a bloat or whatever it was. Gluten a bloat. Gluten a bloat. <laughs> <laughs> Gerdin Ferd. <laughs> Ooh, it's a legion it's a legion of international groups now. No doubt about Ooh, it. Fruit is hurting. <laughs> tear me, more, tear more, me more. that you love me. Tear me that you love me. <laughs> what the fuck? I think his batteries ran tear out. Tear me, man. tear me that you love me. Won't you tear me that you rub Well, he barely me. drank any of that Mountain Dew, I so it makes sense. I won't tear anyone to my doesn't have to come. And all I ask of you is one thing cancer never do. <laughs> tear me that you rub me. Can't tell me, do. tell me that you love me. I made a boat road of Groots. <laughs> boat road of Groots. Boat road of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I've been Chinese Marcy. And coming up next on our double bill is the Chuds. <laughs> Hello, thank you. Give it up again for Chinese Marcy. <laughs> we the Chuds. Here we go. We are oh, the, the chuds, chuds. you like the chuds to listen to us while you fall asleep. 
And as you dream, you remember that Quinona is the bigger one. Actually, he's the cute one. And there you go. Yeah, yeah. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> <laughs>